0: Alright, two Michaels. This is going to be confusing.
1: Hello, and welcome to the first ever super grandastic, extra fabulicious Game Cola podcast. My name is Michael Ridgeway. I write the Quantum Geek column on Game Cola. The music you were just listening to was Arkanoi by Entertainment System. So what we here at GameCola decided to do was put together a little monthly podcast for all you loyal fans. All three of you. And uh, this month we have myself, Colin Greenhalge, and Michael Gray discussing our favorite and not-so-favorite games of 2008. The games we're looking forward to in 2009 and what we hope to see. This is our first crack at podcasting, so it's a little rough around the edges, but we hope you enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy what will hopefully be the first of many Game Cola podcasts.
0: So, first thing on the list is the introduction of you guys. So, go for it. One of you.
1: Uh, I'm Mike Ridgeway, I write the Quantum Geek article uh, for Game Cola. Um uh, and I am an avid gamer and all that good stuff that qualifies me to talk about game.
0: Well ready. Mm-hmm. Other Michael?
2: Yeah, um I'm Michael Gray, uh I write the Ten Reasons and uh Inside the Guide for Game Cola, and I guess that qualifies me to talk about games. Just as much as the next so, person.
1: Yeah. It's it's punditry, you know. It's you don't really need qualifications to be a pundit.
0: Uh being able to speak gives you those qualifications, I believe. Essentially. That's Rank.
1: good, I know how to
0: speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll introduce myself. I'm Colin Greenhouch. I sporadically write reviews for Cola, and that's about it. Um, I, too, am an avid gamer, and I like to voice my opinions. Um, I guess... Talking about the podcast a little I kind of wanted to do a podcast for a a while Um, I think it's a really good medium for discussing games Especially with, you know, other gamers Um, I'm surprised GameCall hasn't done one before But, um, I guess they just needed someone to organize it And it's been a bit of a pain in the butt But, um, hopefully it's something we can get to do regularly And with more people next time Um, no offense or anything Oh,
1: that's, that's okay, yeah but that's fine, you know. We're just, you know, we take time out of our busy schedules here, Colin. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, I See appreciate things. it. I'm glad. We're... I'm glad you guys are here. That wouldn't be just me talking uh-huh. about myself. It's yeah, sure. exceptionally. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you guys have any like expectations of what you want out of this podcast or like what we're. uh... I expect it to rocket me to international fame, personally. Well, That's a good goal. At least international internet fame, which potentially everyone has. Yeah, (laughs) which uh, that two bucks will get you a cup of coffee. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I I wouldn't mind making a couple million dollars off of this podcast. That would be that'd be pretty
1: sweet. You know, Paul's just gonna take it all. He's gonna you know claim it for expenses or something. Oh. Probably like in like the game, qualified print. I'll settle for a free T-shirt then. Yeah, you know, all money mm-hmm. goes to Paul to fuel his coke and video game habits. Is, That's is, right, Paul Franton, It's a coke fiend.
0: Is that why it's, it's Game Cola?
1: Yes, yes. It's 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 a subtle uh, subtle hint as to uh, his true nature.
0: That's terrifying. Hmm. That's not Paul. <laughs> It's a good thing he's not on
2: this podcast So we can just make fun of him all we want
0: yeah, I know, it's great I'm surprised he didn't want to do anything I don't have anything to do with this really Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's his
1: own fault I mean, he's not here, so, ergo We get to make fun of him as much as we want
0: Makes sense Loves you, Paul Don't we do that anyway in all of our reviews? Like, I mean mm,
2: Pretty much, yeah I read, I like, uh, gay porn about him and Eric
0: Oh yeah. Where was it
2: Mac? I forgot. I remember. I wrote lots yeah, of that stuff anyway.
1: There's a whole the... online slashfic community uh, community for Paul Franson. That
0: that too mm-hmm. is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning tons of things about Paul that I've never known before. I'm, I'm afraid. The great thing about the internet
1: is that as soon as you say something like that, it exists. That's so, true. having just said it, I'm sure there's now a whole line a whole online community devoted to Paul Slashvick.
0: If there's not, there yeah. should be.
1: What are we supposed to be doing? Uh talking about video games or something?
0: So, I guess we could just talk about 08 kind of a wrap up. Some people's favorite games or most disappointing games perhaps. That's usually more interesting. You're going to have to edit my
1: di- most disappointing game because I have, I have a lot to say about it.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't
1: been drinking. Because last time I was drinking and talked about it, I think I yelled for about half an hour.
0: Well, that's, that was that's, a, fun... that's a decent amount of podcast time to take up. I mean, go for it. Sure. Alright, my most disappointing game of 2008 is
1: Fallout 3. <laughs> okay. Uh, I say that, I, I want to preface it by saying Fallout 3 is a great game. They did uh it, it continued the Fallout series. It uh created this wonderful huge world for you to explore. Um a lot of innovative stuff. The the game system was pretty fun, the uh the mechanics that is, the the weapons were cool, all that stuff was there. But they dropped the the ball when it came to the story writing and the ending. Because um I'll admit, I'm, I'm an old-school Fallout fan, and one thing those games did really, really well was writing and uh, plot design. And there's just nothing in Fallout Three. It, it, you know, not to sound punny, but it is a literary wasteland. Uh, I mean, the main quest story is like two hours to get through, and after you finish it, first off, it 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 ends the game. That you can't like you have to like reload from an earlier thing to go back and explore. And you know, for creating a huge effing wasteland to explore, you think they might let you continue. And secondly, it is so stupid. It is the one of the worst endings I've ever seen. It's uh, it, the the well, okay, maybe it's not the worst ending, but they present you with an arbitrarily dramatic choice. And there are ways you could avoid it. Spoiler alert. Anybody who doesn't want to you know, listen to this, tune out now. They make you go into a uh, giant irradiated chamber to turn off this thing, which if it blows up, it's going to take out half of the East Coast or whatever. <sighs> First off, by that point in the game, I'm like nearly immune to radiation. But no it still kills you and you only have to go in and press like three buttons like I could run in and like within 30 seconds go boop 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 back out done with my radiation resistance probably could handle it secondly you uh, can have a party member at that point um, and there are three which come to mind one is a robot and hells yeah I'm sending the robot into the irradiated chamber to press the three buttons so I don't have to die but no they don't let you do that one is a ghoul, and they, this is a heavily radiated person. they're technically dead, kind of um, the radiation is like a warm bath to them. They like it, but no, you can't send him in there and then there's a super mutant that you can get in your party who's invincible. He walked through a highly irradiated chamber for you to retrieve an item, and he's like, "No, my friend, I wouldn't dare dream of taking away this great opportunity from you." bullshit." If if he can walk through it and not be hurt, and I have to walk in there and die, some goddamn friend this guy is, and oh, I I spent like two weeks after I beat the game just dwelling on this, and you know, developing a little ulcer and brain aneurysm. I I don't know why they did that. It, it's it's terrible storytelling and you know, they they got like guys like Malcolm McDowell and they got Liam Neeson to do voices for this game. Here's what I want them to do. Get no-name voice actors that can still do a good job and take all that extra money you had to pay the talent and use it to hire some goddamn writers. Fallout deserves better than that. But that's me saying it as a rabid Fallout fanboy, but god damn, I hate arbitrarily dramatic, you know, story choices at the end. But anyway, that's why it's the most disappointing for me, because they they had a lot they could do, and they did a lot. They they did a great job with it. I'm just gonna reiterate that they did a great job. It's just they didn't stick the landing. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I entirely it's, agree. Like I'm not a I'm not a raving uh, Fallout fan. I I did like the rest of the series, and I really liked Fallout Three. Um, yeah. Um, and it is, a, it is a good game on the whole. I do agree the ending is a little... Eh, and I really don't know how they're going to work. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to work in the downloadable content. Because, I mean, if you've beaten the game, you're... I don't know. You're SOL, um, Especially, I don't know. What was that?
1: A friend of mine, said, uh, he, he, he works for like a local TV station. And they actually convinced him to go and, and do a story uh, on the video game industry. Since they're the only ones, you know, not uh, going bankrupt right now. Um. And he went and talked to Bethesda, and that was actually one of the questions he asked them while he was there. You know, you know, what the hell's up with the downloadable content? Since you know, I'm kind of dead now. Right. And they said, oh well, you know, your game will just start up after uh, uh, from from where you left off. And it like, am I a Jesus? <laughs> do do I come back to life? Am am I? If it was if you know, they make your your player a ghoul. Like he gets like so much radiation and becomes a ghoul. That would actually be pretty cool, but somehow I doubt they're going to do that. Right. Because, you know, that would require um uh, what's what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh creativity? <laughs> creativity Yeah, that's what I'm looking
0: for. You know, people but, would be pissed off about that though, oh, they don't want to be ghouls and then they just yell at Bethesda and Bethesda would get all the flack for that.
1: Yeah. I I I think that would be an interesting um, interesting thing to do, but they won't do it. They'll, you know, come up with some lame thing like, "Oh, it was all a dream." <laughs>
0: right. They didn't even put. I mean, there's a point where you can get a ghoul mask, and they didn't even put extra dialogue in for that. Like I wore the ghoul mask the entire game. Oh yeah. And they everyone was just fine with me being a ghoul for some reason. No one cared, and they'll talk to me like I was human. Yeah. Um, so I, oh, I wouldn't be surprised I, if see, they I never didn't just do
1: that that because I assumed it would do something bad, uh, other than you know making you look ugly, but. That's no. really lame.
0: There's absolutely no really? reason to not wear the ghoul mask, because it just makes you safe every time you go into, like, a subway. Like, no ghouls attack you. So,
1: Ugh, that's... Yeah, lame. Yeah,
0: there's there's a lot of little things that really bug me about Fallout 3, but I, uh, I didn't actually do any of the main storyline, really, until after I completed a crap ton of the sideline quests, so I really oh, did not yeah, have same a, here. a bad time with the game. Like, I... It kind of left a good taste in my mouth until the ending, and I just haven't picked it up since because I've already done most of it. Yeah, things, you know?
1: that that's really the the same thing uh, the same thing I did, and it's just it's like having a really good meal, and then having a big old plate of poop brought out to you for dessert, and <laughs> you know the guy looks at you expectantly, and is like, here's your dessert. You want to try it? No, no, it's poop. I I don't want to eat poop. But you have to eat the poop. Yes, you do. Well, I guess you Sorry. don't. I mean, <laughs> It's true. Well, I mean, all right. Say, say it's like it looks like a really nice chocolate cake, but then you <laughs> bite into it and, it
0: and it's got a poop center. Yeah. All right. And you stuff. taste it, it's like, oh god, what did you do to me? Can we can we quit the, the poop analogies. And, <laughs> you know, pass all,
2: the <laughs> all right. Yes, yes. I haven't been saying anything because.
0: This is the first time I've heard of Fallout, so
2: <laughs> yay!
0: So yay for me, so other Michael, what uh, what games do you play other than games from a decade ago? I mean, do you play any current gen games? <laughs> I I played a bunch of games. I played the uh, the Lego Indiana Jones this year.
2: That was okay. Oh, what other games are on this list that I've played? <laughs> Oh, well, I had a, I had a, a little beef about the Silent Hill Homecoming. Actually, I didn't have a beef. My friend told me about it, but I can just repeat what my friend said to sound smart. Okay. <laughs> so um, apparently the, they have Japanese producers for the first games in the series, and now they have American producers. Oh. And the American producers changed everything by adding Hot Girls, which apparently is not good. All I wanted to say is, my idea is Silent Hill. I don't think the hills should be silent. I say the hills are alive with
0: the sound of music. I don't know how, much, how scary of a game that would be, though. I mean, well, in a different way, perhaps.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Musical games, why don't so, they exist? That's all I have to say.
1: The Silent Hill since the first one, which scared the crap out of me, but after that, I don't know. I think that mm-hmm. I kind of grew a callous.
0: I uh I really like horror games, but I can't drive myself to play a character that I know like I'm gonna have to force them to go around a corner and be afraid of something. You know what I'm saying? Like I would yeah. rather watch a movie and be scared than play a game and be scared. If that makes sense.
1: It's a it's a different uh different dynamic. I mean, with the movies, I I watch scary movies all the time, but that's mainly for Schadenfreude. I you know I enjoy seeing. People who you know the the kids having the premature sex or drinking or doing drugs you know suddenly Jason's there, <laughs> cutting them in half. That's de- that's just great, um, but I, I I like the uh, I, I like survival horror because you know I can I have to take it slow and I have to think and I have to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that Dead, Dead Space came out this year and um, I recently played that and that, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, it's been a while since I've kind of had a survival horror game like that. The the last one that really comes to mind was Resident Evil 4 and you know while that was in large parts an action game um it was still survival horror and it it did a good job uh I think. And Dead Space did as well. They they added this new uh mechanic where you have to dismember your enemies um which <laughs> man that's fun. Uh and it, it seriously freaked me out at times. There's um these enemies called lurkers that are um giant well not giant bigger than usual uh mutated babies. Lovely. Um, if you've ever seen uh the thing where they have the wolves with like the uh, uh tentacles like their their backs open up and the tentacles sprout out. Yeah, imagine that happening to babies. freaking the hell out. I hate babies. Well, scary babies. Right and regular babies. Who doesn't hate babies? Wow. Well, let's edit that part out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about babies for 5 babies? minutes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, just the, just the part with Mike Ridgeway hates babies. <laughs> I think we'll emphasize <laughs> that part, I believe. <laughs> uh, um what else what else came out this year? Mm. I guess the big one to talk about is GTA 4.
0: I uh I like the GTA series. I think ever since San Andreas slash Vice City, they've become a, a lot better in that they actually have, you know, characters and writing and, um, like, a storyline, which has been fun to follow. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like 4, I guess, because it's too, like, serious. And there's a lot of elements of 4 that do kind of suck. Like, I really got sick fast to the whole Friends system, but... Um, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Hey, want to go
1: bowling? <laughs> hey, want to go for a helicopter ride? I'm trying to do something here. Okay, I'll call you later. Hey, want to go for a helicopter
0: ride? Yeah. Um, now that, that was... That was not just a silly... I don't even know why it was included. It seems like a an element that just shouldn't... I don't know. Shouldn't exist. I
1: mean, maybe if they tuned it down a little bit, but as it stands, it was... It got a pretty annoying pretty quickly. I mean, at first it was like, oh, hey, my friends. Hey, we'll go hang out, and you can do stuff for me. And then, you know, an hour later when you're trying to play the game and you have, like, a gajillion friends, they all start calling you at once. Right. And they get pissed off at you. So I turned off my phone. <laughs> Problem solved. With regards to the story, though, I uh, – I I never really care for the GTA stories. I, I played them mainly, you know, so I could run around the city and blow crap up. Um, but um, I actually really got into the story of this one, um, as people might be able to infer from the fact, as Fanji mentioned in her column, that I kind of cried at the end. Uh, yeah. It just it got to me. And so I had <laughs> to call her. And she, again, she was... So pissed off because I spent like the entire week playing it. I was just about to tell me off until I called her crying.
0: <laughs> and I still thunder. Other Michael's no, not so. talking much. Uh, I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> did, did you play GTA 4, or, Mr. Gray?
2: I really, I don't, I don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox. I just have
0: a Wii. So. Ah. I know I'm not tipped. We'll have to have to talk about a game that you have played at some point remind me about that <laughs>
2: okay
0: um <laughs> uh, as to GTA 4 i think the story came out really well you kind of get a feel better for the characters and stuff and i really yeah. don't like games where they like you were talking about fallout 3 the arbitrary decision and like i think GTA 4 there was a lot of arbitrary decisions like you end up doing the same thing no matter what essentially you you choose yeah um and the story ends rather similarly it does a better job of it than Fallout, if you ask me. But
1: um... it it does, but you no. Know, at the same time, it's it's. There's no happy ending there, but I'd say with um, uh, with Grand Theft Auto 4, it's it fits the theme better. Yeah. Because you're shown this rather bleak depiction of an immigrant coming to America, and you know. He makes some really, he does some really terrible things. I mean, that's that's one of the things about you know GTA that kind of gets lost by the wayside that you you play a terrible person, uh, and there are consequences. And... That's one of the reasons I, I liked you know the ending for that. So, morality play.
0: Mm-hmm. I think with uh, four. They did a better job of kinda showing you that you were a bad person. Like the rest of the games it really wasn't that apparent. Yeah. And you just kinda did it and that nothing you were fine with that and you it solved all your problems eventually. In the end of all the other games you became like a you know, a hero. And you had tons of money and stuff. Yeah. Um three or yeah, it was it three? No, um San Andreas had a bit more of like a grim overtone to it, I think. Yeah. But four is definitely like put into perspective that Man, you do a bunch of shitty stuff you know um, and yeah. with the, the decisions you make I think GTA 4 does it well but I really don't like it when developers Im- impose this sort of thing like oh we want to make games that make you feel or you know um that sort of thing and all it is is end up being like a decision where you know a negative consequences happens and I don't know it it always seems kinda like forced you know what I'm saying
1: and he has to make the decision about whether his best friend lives or dies
0: Eh,
1: his best friend's a talking pie
0: howard you've done it yet. i would eat a talking pie someone needs, someone needs to make that game those are tough decisions mm-hmm. that someone should be
2: making every day eating your best friend that is a tough decision to make
1: yeah. is, he, is he your only but friend? Pie is, pie is delicious this is true um, it is not specified
0: if I had other friends, I'd, I'd consider eating them. But if I was alone with this talking pie, I might keep them around for company. Hmm. Or until I was hungry. So other, <laughs> other oh <OAs> eight <laughs> things to discuss. Other uh, talking pies. Mega Man
1: Nine. Mega Man Nine. Mega Man
0: Nine. Yay. Have you played it was this? It just Michael's. Both Michael's. I haven't,
2: but I like Mega Man. I I I'm writing a thing about Mega Man for the next for the January issue. Yay. You have a Wii. So I'm all Mega Man hot
0: dog. But you haven't played Mega uh, Man Nine.
2: No, I'm bet- well. I can't actually beat the Mega Man games, but I like <laughs> them anyway.
0: That's that's the problem I have with Mega Man, and is the reason I have not even touched Mega Man Nine. I'm deadly afraid of breaking my Wii controllers against TVs. So discuss away.
1: That, that, is, a risk. that is a definite risk, but it's it's a it's still it's Mega Man. It's delightful. They they do it right. I mean it's. Complain about it. it's like, oh, it's the same old Mega Man. Why would you play that? But that's the reason I play. It's like, oh my God, it's Mega Man, and it's it's wonderful, like, an 8-bit, and hard as hell, and really frustrating at times. But it's 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 good. I enjoyed it a lot.
0: So, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends were really excited about Mega Man coming out because I guess it's it is my generation that would have played it. But I. Never owned an NES. My first console was a Super Nintendo. So, I mean, is this a nostalgia trip for you guys? Because I've never played, bit. like, originally, uh, the uh, original Mega Man's on the original system, you know?
1: Um, yeah, it's a bit of a nostalgia trip for me. I mean, you, you you play it, it's it reminds you of being a kid. You know, those hours spent in front of a TV where, you know, a game wasn't long. It was just hard. And so you really had to work to be good at it and to, you know, get through uh get through it especially Dr. Wily's castle. Ugh. But um I don't want to say it's all nostalgia because it it's fun. I mean, the reason they made so many Mega Man games is because they were successful and they were successful because they were fun. It's still very fun, assuming you know you don't break a controller.
0: Right. You're not easily frustrated.
1: I am, mm-hmm. but at the same time it's a, it's sort of a fun frustration. Because I know it's possible to beat it. Um, It's just you have to work at it. It's not like a lot of modern games, like, well, you know, if you if you die, you go back a few steps and you try again, and if you die, you go back a few steps and try again, and they're they've always seemed very easy in comparison to the old Mega Man games, where it's like if you if you screw up, you're gonna start back at the beginning of the level, no matter how
0: far along you were.
2: I should I should get that game. I'm sure it'd be fun.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask, I mean, going back and playing older Mega Mans, for your article, how is that, I mean, do you, are they still just as difficult, or do you feel like you've bested them with age? I actually didn't play it for
2: the article, I watched somebody on YouTube (laughs) play the game instead,
1: which is,
2: it's very easy to get pictures that way, (laughs) so that's my excuse. So what is your article about? If if not,
0: is it about the game?
2: Yeah, it's the ten reasons on Mega Man One. Oh,
0: okay, but they have nothing that's to do with it. gameplay because you haven't played the game.
2: I, I played the game on an emulator. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, that's... even with save states, it's difficult for me.
0: Okay. I, no, that's yeah. That's a I mean that's why I haven't gotten into the Mega Man series, 'cause I mean I've I played them on emulators as well, and that's I mean, you become really jaded with an emulator and it just It's, it's true. It's different than ha- you know, being a kid and having a whole bunch of time to waste and just playing the same levels over and over again until you can feel that accomplishment. So yeah, I, I mean I, was, I, was glad I
1: I was glad I didn't play Mega Man Nine on an emulator first because it's it does take away from it because you know, it, if there is a difficult jump, you just save state, try it. If you fail, reload. If you don't, keep going, mm-hmm. right, and take another save state. Um, it it made it a challenge, and it was a challenge I hadn't had uh, in a while, and it, it's a challenge that I enjoy. So, the yeah. same thing uh, as when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing to experience it you know, later in life, not on the original system, but I think it definitely does yeah. change the way it's played, and I think that's a, a huge part of the Mega Man series, is that like, you know, you really don't see the appeal of it until you are risking your entire level on this one jump, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you no, know, I understand that. Is there any other big uh, wait you want to talk about before we go on to predictions, or anticipations?
1: The world ends with you. Um, it was, I, I didn't see a huge release, but it was this neat little uh, DS title from Square Enix. Um, it was fun. There was uh, it. It wasn't sort. Of, it wasn't the Final Fantasy clone, which was great. It did a lot with uh, using the stylus to control and to pull off moves and different kinds of uh, combinations of uh, clothes and stuff like that you could wear uh, and. The importance of actually buying clothes and being fashionable, uh, which not something you see all the time, but admittedly I got really into. Like, oh man, I got to change my threads or else people think I'm a punk. Um, you get bonuses based on you know the styles, you know what style is in, what style is
0: out. With the uh, Orleans, with you, Ed, I, I played the game, but I it's too much Japanese culture for me that I just don't care for like I mean it is interesting that the the mechanics and that you know you do have to change your clothes to be in style and stuff like that but there comes a point where it's just like eh I'd eh, I'd rather play a Final Fantasy game
1: (laughs) that's fair um I don't know I'm usually turned off by large doses of Japanese culture but this didn't for some this Hmm. stuck with me for some reason uh Star Wars The Force Unleashed
0: the disappointing game of the year, I imagine.
1: Actually, it wasn't too bad. Um, okay, this isn't a game you should go into with a ton of expectations, I will say that. But if you if you don't, um, it, it's it centers around this kid who is... You never heard of him before, but he's far more powerful than Vader or Luke or anyone like that. You pull a Star Destroyer out of the sky uh, during the course of the game. But it's really funny because it's just it, – the story is so over the top. And uh, at times it almost feels like you're going through and you're killing the last links to the new trilogy to make way for the original trilogy because it takes place between episode three and episode four. Uh, which is really mm-hmm. great because I hate the, uh, the new trilogy. And so I'm just like, oh, good. <laughs> I'm clearing away all the brush and making way for the new growth, which in this case is the old growth. The gameplay is is pretty cool, you know. It's you get to you know run around, zapping guys with forced lightning and hitting stuff with your, with your lightsaber. That's always fun. Um, but the one reason this will always stick in my heart is because at one point in the game you can find Jar Jar frozen in carbonite. Whoa! What? Uh, Jar Jar.
2: i can't this game.
1: Yeah. He's in the same you know Han Solo frozen in carbonite pose. It's. It just made my day seeing that. It's like, oh, knowing that he's dead. Yeah. Well, he's not dead. He's
0: not dead.
2: He can get uh unfrozen.
1: I'd like to think they shot first. Yeah, yeah, that that'll work. And and then froze his corpse in carbonite, you know, as a constant reminder (laughs) that he is indeed dead, and we have desecrated his corpse.
0: Vibrating I really about. hate Charger Binks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've established Michael Ridgeway hates Charger Binks and babies, so I think that's. Good to know. <laughs> I think they're very similar like similarities yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did anybody play Spore?
0: I did. I play feel spore like I'm the spore.
1: only. person How was that?
0: I'm not a huge fan of Will Rights games, um, but I think uh, I think it was. It's, it'd be fun if I was younger, I think, and I was just like, ooh, I get to, like, add limbs to stuff and be creative. Um, if I didn't think I could, like, draw something or model something just as cool outside of the game, it might be kind of fun. But, yeah.
1: Did uh did anyone, when they were a kid, play a game called EVO, The Search for Eden?
0: Uh, I played it a little bit on an emulator, not mm-hmm. when I was a kid.
1: It was It was this surprisingly fun game where you start off as a, a fish and then you play through like the age of you know when fish were when the world was all water and you know eventually you become this badass fish and then you go to the age of amphibians and you become you know start off as this dinky little salamander looking thing and then you become this badass spiky tooth you know amphibian and you know play through the dinosaur and then there's a bird and then uh, a mammal, and then finally you get to be a human. Yeah. But I, I, every time I see sport, I can't help but think of that, and just you know, the evolving part is like really fun and and great, but I feel like the rest of it I could just pass it by.
0: Yeah, the gameplay is rather lacking. I mean, there's not a lot mm-hmm. of like stuff to do except when you get to evolve and make new creatures. Mhm. I liked how they made it like incredibly hard to be a herbivore. Like, why even bother? Mm-hmm. you just get your ass kicked <laughs> um, and especially when you went into like yeah especially when you went into like civilization mode if you were still an herbivore you just couldn't do anything like you couldn't get into like you couldn't we go are space
1: peaceful Yeah, eat
2: plants it's ridiculous yeah take that vegetarians <laughs>
1: yeah seriously if the vegetarians had their way we'd still be uh, in the stone age we wouldn't even have stones. We'd have wood. <laughs> wow, that's <Yeah>. a... <laughs> <laughs>
0: that wasn't awkward at all. No. no. Keeping that one in there.
1: Oh. Staying. What up, Oh nine, yeah. What's to look for too? I know the big tell on everyone's list. I'll just throw it out there. Pokemon Platinum. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Oh, yeah, it's coming. Best beware.
0: <laughs> Hundred dollars. <laughs> Alright, the Pokemon games are fun. Don't 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 knock them. They're uh, the best part I'm, about I'm the not I will
1: have it the first day. <laughs> I need my seeds to a bullet punch as soon as I can. Oh
0: right, well, I'll uh, we'll do some Pokemon trading. Alright, we'll uh, throw down.
1: Yeah. I gotta be the very best, Colin. The best. <laughs> you,
0: <ever>. you gotta. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I wanna be the uh-huh. Pokemaster. master. Yeah.
1: It's it's uh, it's sad, but you know, I, I I'm looking forward to it. I've been following it so, and I, I it's it's one of the games I'm addicted to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some friends got me onto uh, Diamond and Pearl a while ago, and I just I haven't been able to put it
0: down. No, oh, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. I think some of the designs are getting out of hand, but yeah um, it's still good uh, I don't know i played a I played the first one like I had a, a blue cartridge,
1: yeah, I played red back in the day and then this is like diamond whistle the i I skipped all of the ones in between,
0: yeah, that's pretty much what really? i did like, i mean they they're continually you know deliver the same fun experience, so I mean I don't see the problem in it. What else?
1: Um, Dragon Quest Nine is coming out for the DS. That's a little worth talking about, if only for the fact that a Dragon, an actual Dragon Quest game, not like a remake, is coming out for the DS. Um, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: So that that I, is a uh, that's like a new game that they've made. It's not a redo.
1: It's it is Dragon Quest Nine. It is the next one in the series. Wow. Um. Uh, I'll be interested to kind of see what you know what they do with the technology, especially you know with regards to the length of the game, the graphics, stuff like that. Because um, Dragon Quest games, at least you know the ones in recent memory, have been eighty hours long. Uh, it feels like, and you know, th- th- there's a lot of stuff there, but I don't know if they'll be able to fit it on the DS or what they're going to do with that. Um. what else oh oh, the new um, uh, Batman game Arkham Asylum oh yes that Mm
0: -hmm. that looks really good
1: yeah Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends pointed out the other day they got um, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to do voices yeah uh, and Paul Daney is writing Uh, it's going to be really good yeah uh, it's like the Batman series reunion game and I will love it and I will play it all night be giggling like a child.
2: <laughs> Which is so, what he what does most know. nights, actually.
1: It's true.
0: It's true. It I just,
1: no. I just sit. I just lay in bed going, hee hee
0: hee Creepy.
1: Oh, we, we, Michael, brought this up in the chat. We may be seeing a new Zelda next year. We're not. No one's sure.
2: I, I doubt know. it. Yeah. Uh, cool. I'm just gonna make predictions about this. Just because I am I can be an angry uh, Zelda fan. With, uh, with D64, they had Ocarina of Time and like, I don't know, 96. And two years later, they had Majora's Mask. And it only took them two years. And it's been three years since the uh, last Zelda for the Wii. And we haven't heard or seen any screens or anything. And that makes me angry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, they've... They kinda of left people like you and me by the wayside where they've they've got this great uh um pool of, you know, non gamers and casual gamers to make games for and they're making money hand over uh hand over fists, so you know I I can't fault them for making money, but at the same time I want my Zelda.
0: Yeah. I uh <laughs> Sorry, I, go ahead. I still haven't played much of uh Majora's or not Majora's Mask the the one which one that just came out Twilight Princess yeah Yeah. So. I never actually beat it I probably should get it but I can't bring myself to actually like I have a Wii but I don't want to play it on the Wii because I don't want to swing a nunchuck around to attack you know what I'm saying Fair. yeah um, I
2: played the GameCube version
0: yeah I, I think I'd be really disappointed if they come out with a Wii one where it's all it's all like Wii based and it's I don't think it'd be as fun you know um, I just like my yeah. Zelda games to be Zelda games where you just press buttons. Yeah. That's my greatest fear for the uh,
2: Zelda Wii is that they're going to do something like they did for the uh, Phantom Hourglass on the DS, yes. where they made That's... it all, oh, guess what? All you have to do, you can't touch any buttons, it's all stylus. Hate it. And hate if they it. do that for Zelda
1: Wii, I'm just going to go crazy. See, I thought that they actually did a pretty good job with Phantom Hourglass.
0: It's oh, all right, but I I but I'd, I'd really wish I could just stop using the stylus at some point. Of course, I have huge hands, and I'm left-handed, and it doesn't work with the Wii very well, or the DS very well. I predict that we'll at least
1: hear about a new Zelda by the end of the year. I'm not overly optimistic about getting one.
2: Yeah, well, that's something to look forward to, I guess. And
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they pump out Mega Man 10 by the end of the year. Because you only need, like, a few people to do one of those games anymore, you know. They, they have, you know, just all the editors, and you, you, you throw them together, and as much as I love Mega Man, I mean, you need eight Robot Masters, you need eight levels, and you need Wily's Castle. Done. Uh, throw in some obligatory, I'm not going to let you get away with this, Mister Dr. Wily, and uh, you have a Mega Man game. And they probably stand to make a tidy little sum off of that so i wouldn't be surprised if we see Megaman man 10 by the end of uh by the end of 2009
0: yeah you know i would like to see come out would be the ghostbusters game because uh um,
1: oh oh that's
0: yeah. yeah that's that's i don't i don't know about you guys but ghostbusters was
1: it's definitely
0: my you know movie as a kid you know yeah I, it's totally just mm-hmm. in the seeing them seeing the guys in like c g with their their same voices and stuff and I don't know but I, I'll just
1: say this for for Paul's sake uh hopefully he hears it in between Coke benches uh ghostbusters is the worst thing that is ever made it is a cinema abortion and should be struck from the face of the earth
0: well are you saying that but because... Paul. wait what is is no. you just trying to make him mad or are you yes yes okay.
1: I like Ghostbusters, oh. but you no. Know.
2: Yeah, seriously, a giant guy made out of marshmallow? What the hell
1: is the that? Hell? It's, seriously, that's bad storytelling sure right of there. The
2: Steve-Puff Marshmallow Man. I've never heard of that anywhere else besides Ghostbusters.
0: Zool? Zool? What the Zool? hell is oh, Zool? Oh, you guys are going to make me cry here. <laughs> I'm
2: going to cry, here, guys. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I am. defended the Marshmallow King. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. Do you guys have any gamer resolutions?
1: Resolutions? Uh, my resolution is to be the very best, the best it ever was.
0: Oh, well, there you go, that's the... You'll have that chance, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And because I think that my resolution... Go. I was going to try to stop uh, swearing in my uh, GameCola articles. Well,
0: <laughs> don't do that.
2: Fine, then I'll just stop hating on Final Fantasy 6. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I can accept that.
2: Yeah, yeah. But in return, I want to start hating on something else. There's plenty mm-hmm. of things to hate on. Yeah, yeah so, so I'm sure everybody will be happy in the end.
1: And uh, if I may make a resolution for for Paul, um, do less cocaine. <laughs> or at least stop shooting it shooting it directly into his eyes.
0: That's gotta. That's gotta wreak havoc on his sinuses. It's true. Poor guy. should get him some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're we're only looking out for you, Paul. Yes. <laughs> Paul, this is this this podcast yeah. this has just become an intervention. That's all it is. <laughs> yes. Paul's the only guy listening to it, and we're sorry. We're gonna have to sit you down, and you gotta stop doing this.
1: It's killing you, Paul. It's killing you. <laughs> killing your family.
0: She's burning us. Yeah. Your friends. Yeah.
1: All our uh, Game Cola profits are going right up your nose.
0: That's right. Our noses. Wait, what?
1: All those big fat Game Cola profits.
0: I guess that's it for this attempt at a podcast. I think we did a decent job. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we got we got some good stuff in there. Hopefully, a little. Mm -hmm. Next month we can get uh get more people in this. Yeah, next month. We've shown that it can actually be done. Yeah. And there you have it, the first ever GameCola podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that you tune in next month for the second installment. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you would like to recommend a topic for us to, to discuss, please contact us at Game Cola. You can leave a comment, you can email us, heck, you can even uh, skywrite it and we'll hopefully see it if we're in the area. So, thanks again, and here's some more entertainment system to take us out. <laughs> um, and off the record, really quick, Manji asks if anyone knows when the the deadline for the G, the Jan is. I
0: was totally going on the podcast.